Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warren-usa.com. And you can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, Link, and Linktree. Find the shows for listening and downloading on our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Psalm 91, Refuge in the Time of Trouble, reminds us how close we need to be to our Savior and Lord. Here, if we leave the protective covering of the Lord, we are indeed in danger. America's Seven Abominations Be sure to count these for the end-of-day nations. However, you may be busy for a spell because we have many more sins than just seven. Weeping over national sins and laying prostrate before the Lord should be happening today, prostrate before the Lord should be happening today. The real enemy today is our national and personal sins. These are evident. Persistent faith, perilous times, means survival can be at any cost. Many families know that such peril can mean starvation, no home, no place to lay your head, and even death. In Psalm 103, redeem my life from destruction. Psalm 103 sets forth the benefits of the Lord. Here the believer puts faith, obedience, and the Christian prayer warrior into gear, believing God to redeem his life and the lives of those around him. And on warn-usa.com, Prince of Peace, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 11, on Battle Lines. Since the, since the first falling of Israel and her division into two houses, the tiny nation has faced hardship, yet the lineage of David, the promise of the coming hope, cannot be understated. And the Rising by the Watchman has been released. It's a Christian fiction thriller. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We introduce a former black ops sniper named, Back, named Mac. He is a hardcore and one of the best at what he does. His work is secretive, elusive, and necessary, but he wanted out. You can find the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus and & Robertson, and many more.
any bookstore can order it for you and it the book can the ebook can be found on Google Play. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can visit our Christian books and resource shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. We are still in Hebrews. And we will get to Hebrews soon enough. However, on this day, I watched a video from one of the truckers. in Canada and I've heard some of them speak Trudeau is labeling them all as belonging to the ultra right you see they don't like anybody whether they're Canadians Americans or Britons or Australians or New Zealand no matter where it's at, if you are honest, hardworking, have a family, have some kind of religion, then you're usually an enemy. But the biggest enemy are those who have the Christian faith. The Lord told us that in the end of days, you know, we'd be hated. But the people we have taken over the world are trying to just hate normalcy, moral code, honesty, a good handshake. You used to be able to tell people by their handshake and trust people by their word. No more. And so he was talking about being part of this massive, massive truck convoy going up to this capital. Meanwhile, Trudeau's in hiding. He's supposed to have been exposed to COVIDs. And He's been labeling and dissing these men, hardworking, honest. When I was raised, 
it was a rule of the road. If you ever ran into trouble on the road, flag down a trucker. No more. Now they're all dissed. They're dispensable unless you have a vaccination. And the thing of it is, is the COVID vaccination is outdated. We're not even fighting COVID. We're fighting other things. But it's about takeover and power. As he was driving the truck and talking on camera, you know, he was honored to be part of that. His job was at risk. There's a lot of people, just like me, there's no way I would take the COVID shot. I talked to relatives. They couldn't understand it. I do. And I'm right. In the beginning, I wasn't going to take it. Neither was Tower. Because of its connection to fetuses. And we know that's an ingredient in them. And then I got to doing research on everything. Found Dr. Malone and a lot of others. But before I knew Dr. Malone, I had been following Dr. Gundry's protocol. And when COVID first started, he said, I trust my immune system more than I do anything else, including shots. I trust my own immune system. I don't want a man-made immune system. So he gave us his protocol. He said, no matter what you're doing, you can take this and this much amount upon the first sign and you'll weather it fine. So we bought the stuff and over the course of time we found some others to add to it which were important. And then we were also taking Gundry's protocol. He takes I think about 500 different vitamins. Amazing amount. I don't know. It's a gob. It was in his book. It It's a long list. <laughs> Real long. But uh, I happened to be taking some other things of his. Come to find out they're important. <laughs> well, I knew that. Not because I'm a scientist, but because in his book he tells us they work at the cellular level. It's amazing. Now, we did have a bout. I really didn't come down with anything. I don't even know what I had. I just maybe sympathy pains because I weathered it real well. I just took the protocol and didn't worry about it. I was tired, but I don't get much sleep anyway many times, and I'm working all the time. On the websites and everything, there's always something. Articles, the book, you name it. 
And so sleeping, well, that was welcomed. And I had a few intense uh, muscle and other things, but nothing more than that. But at any rate, Tower had quite a struggle. And she pulled through. But it was not easy. We were talking to some of our relatives last night. And... Uh, the woman we were talking to is the mother to our great-grandchildren. And, and one of the kids got sick. We have four of them. And uh, the nurse came up when they were leaving. He had had a bad temperature and everything. And she said, the reason your son got that is because he was around somebody that was vaccinated. Now we know that's the truth, but they've turned it around to blame the vaccinated, the unvaccinated rather, for all the times the vaccinated are getting sick. And I've heard them say that they expected it to keep them from COVID right at the beginning. It said it wouldn't. Even Trump said that. It won't prevent COVID. So here I am talking about COVID again. Well, I get an email yesterday, and then Google gave me, uh, sent me something. And uh, so I took a look at it, and then my uh, our Spreaker account sent us a thing. And YouTube had removed our videos. Actually, the video link, so Spreaker wasn't connected anymore. So I had to go connect it back. And I found out that they had been browsing through some of my audios. And uh, I mentioned things about COVID. Here, let me do it again. COVID, 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 okay? In case they're monitoring this, I can tell you that... I think you're blind, I think you're stupid, I think you need to awake, and I think you're so blind and so stupid you don't want to listen to anybody. It's like the Bible refers to people who are foolish. And the Bible tells us to answer not a fool according to their folly. And the foolish things that are going on and the wicked things that are going on by the social media worldwide, but worse in America it seems, because in North Korea they already have the internet clamped down. In China, they've already got this going on. In Russia, they have it. And in many Muslim nations, they have it. So America wants to be just like the Chinese, the North Koreans, and others, and make sure Americans have no voice rights, no right to do anything. And that's who is up in power, in charge in America. And now we found out even more about their night flights that the Biden administration, matter of fact, a bunch of cops, some cops caught these people 
unloading them in an unauthorized area of an airport. And they asked him what they were doing, and the pilot came out and he says, we can't tell you. And we're part of a government program. We can't tell you. It's a secret. It's black ops. And they were bringing in illegals. Only God knows where they were coming from. And, and we've known these flights were going on. So they bring him in, and he's talking to him. And, well, who's behind this? He says, well, the one that's in, in your presidency right now. And he says, really? And he says, Americans need to know that their government is betraying him. Those were his words. This video should have never been found, but it was. It was found because someone requested a freedom of information, and they were able to access it. You see, this is what's going on in America right now and around the world. And so, when I was listening to that trucker, a lot of this stuff was coming to mind. Because he had real good English. He was doing it for his country. But yet, these Canadian truckers standing up have infected truckers around the world to stand up for rights. Now you see, the one thing I know is when darkness begins or darkness rises or darkness moves forward, it will not stop until it has taken everything you have and you become just like it. It takes honest to God, godly, honest, strong, courageous people to stand against it. Now before the election and the stealing of the 2020 election by the Democrats, and we've got proof now, matter of fact, two states, one withdrew the, uh, the nomination and all the electorate for Biden and you know they dissed the whole election which opened it up for Trump I don't know if this will go anywhere and then another state is working on it as well and there's several more working on it the people in charge have worked hard to steal the election to change this now this thing has been orchestrated from the beginning Now, back in 2020, and the date escapes me, I knew about a year and a half ago, and I've said this before, that the election of Trump would be the turning point. The Lord revealed to me and told me that the four years of Donald Trump really revealed to the American people what could be done with God's blessing. Joe Biden, on the other hand, is the other opposite. What could be done if evil prevailed in this country? And it was quite a while before the election 
and even the nomination of Joe Biden. But it's getting close. And I had a vision while I was working here. And the only way I can describe it, it's like Abraham. No, I'm not Abraham. But what he saw was exactly what I saw. He saw a darkness that so frightened him, the Lord explained to him what it was. A period of time that would come over his future inheritance, his kin, when they would be in bondage. Well, this stuff that I saw was black. It was on the horizon of America. But it just wasn't black. It was alive. And it was evil. It was full of fear and every evil intention you could think. And all this happened at once. I saw it and it shook me to my core. And I was told that there would be a key for the judgment. When you see the election and Joe Biden wins, you'll know that this is judgment. I told some of my family, never really mentioned it much. I started certain uh, search in scriptures and already knew where to look because I'd covered this in Jeremiah, how God deals with nations. And if you have a righteous nation that is doing righteously and God begins to bless that righteous nation for what it's doing. But if that righteous nation turns from its righteousness and does evil, then God will turn from the good that he does and will do evil. He will send evil upon it. Reward. For whatsoever a man soweth, that's what he's going to reap. That applies to nations. And in the same token, if an evil nation rises and continues to do evil, the Lord will requite them for that. But if that evil nation turns righteous and turns from its ways, then the Lord will turn from the evil he was doing and bless that nation. And the message given by Jeremiah was to Israel. It was to Judah mainly. So we can save this country. There is coming a time when this nation will be done, along with many others. But you see, in what's happening here, this is global. The roots of evil and what has gone on reaches into every corridor of power in our government. And it reaches into the state and local levels. And it is so put together that this thing has been meticulously planned. 
to occur. And you can find Fosse connected to Wuhan and China. You can find the whole lie playing out. Meanwhile, all the doctors that stood up and told people that corona is easy to fight if you fight it early. They were all banned. They were all stopped. <clears throat> they don't want anybody, even today, to speak anything about it. And I'm talking about this in the context before I do the show. Because this is the time I take. But this thing is not going to be won by talk shows. It's not going to be won by fearing. And it's really not going to help to have a civil war. But if the wicked continue to do wickedly, and this thing doesn't stop... We already got a war in our hands right now. Our cops are being targeted because MS-13 and other very, very bad people have come into our country. And they are killing cops all over the place. That's their target. Once they get rid of the cops, they target the politicians and they'll leave the politicians alone if the politicians will ignore what's going on. If that politician rises up, they will send someone to assassinate him and his family in a gruesome style. This is what they do in Mexico. They worship Huerte. They'll even pray to Muerte when they go out to assassinate someone, to give them a good assassination. Now, you see, I've researched a lot of this stuff for many, 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 many years ago. I've covered a lot of stuff about what was coming many, many years ago. And now it seems to be here. And as far as YouTube and their stupid attempt to threaten me, I get a nice little thing saying, you have one strike against you. If this happens again, we're going to remove your account. Fine. Remove the account. I have a lot of videos on there, but I don't put them on there. They're put on there by Spreaker automatically. I stopped using YouTube many, many, many years ago. Because it wasn't trustworthy then. And since that time, I've seen many, many people trust YouTube with all their videos and everything else, and they made good money, and then they did something YouTube didn't like, like Diamond and Silk, like Dan Bongino, and many, many more. But you see, now we have a whole plethora of patriotic, honest social sites where all those doctors who were banned are open to speak 
And when they had the rally against the COVID mandates, these doctors had a long session in front of that huge crowd. And these doctors told them the truth about the COVID. That was the best part of the rally. There's nothing like freedom. But you see, YouTube, in its vain attempt, wants to stop me. Well, folks, I've seen this many, many years ago. And I have a server off the United States, somewhere else, where I have some of our stuff. I have everything backed up, and I have companies that work with me. And should the day come, which I've told people that it will eventually, they will eventually silence every Christian voice, every patriot, and the new world order, as they call it, is really going to be a devil-run global control run by the prophesied beast. God knew about it all along. He told us about it. And if he told us about it, he's in charge. I told you all this to let you know what some things are going on. But folks, we can win this through Christ. They overcame Revelation 12:11. By the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And I've said this many times, and I've told others. I said, I don't worry anything about what Biden does or the Democrats do or anybody does. I don't care. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to open the door to tomorrow with faith, not fear. And lo and behold, this week I've found people, you know, entire people I didn't even know. And uh, one particular person wrote a book. And he was talking about having faith and not fear. The very words that I've been speaking. And you know where I got them? From the Lord. I remember the day he told me that. And see, this is how God works. He'll make a way. And it may get bad, but see, there's two things I know. I know who's in charge, and I also know what I will do and what I will not do. Just like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They openly looked at the king. They weren't going to bow down, and they said, O king, we're not going to bow down to that idol. Our God is able to deliver us, but even if he does not, we will not worship that idol. I know what I will do. I know what I won't do. They're called principles and faith. I'm here as a watchman. I've known for most of my life what was coming to America. I was warned I didn't want to be warned. I didn't want to know these things. 
But I can tell you that unless and until America totally wakes up, we're going to see terrorist strikes in this country. It's going to be dangerous to live. Now, David Wilkerson already warned about how bad it's going to be in the inner cities. They won't even be able to control them. But if you will get the book, The Rising, by you purchasing The Rising, it'll help support our ministry. But more importantly than that, I've got stuff written in there that's prophetic. I wrote before COVID got in full squeeze, uh, full swing. I had the main part of the plot and things written. And I have stuff in there that you're not going to find, I would say, very few, if any, other writers would write. I take you into the supernatural. And you can see clearly the things that are going on now are some of the various things that I wrote in The Rising. Now whether or not it sells, that's in the hands of the Lord. We have advertising going. But we also know what we're up against. Like everything, if it's a Christian book, there's only a few places you can go. And in that Christian book, there's only a few publishers that would dare touch Christian fiction. But it's prophetic. Now, I do have things I was going to study here for Hebrews. But there are a few other things I need to talk about. So I may have to complete next week. You see, because I don't want to see what's coming happen. But because Russia and China are in the news now, You see, Russia and China have something like what I call a blood covenant. They are not going to attack one another. Maybe in the end, after they've destroyed America. But America has been a lot more than many people understand. And when Trump was in power, Russia and China and North Korea, all three of them, came into line. There was a picture online that showed previous presidents at the line where North and South Korea meet. The DMZ. And they're looking through glasses across at the enemy. Well, Trump went to that place, shook hands with Kim Jong-un, and walked over in North Korea. And there's a picture of him saluting one of the North Korean generals. He's a man of class. 
Now, of course, those Democrats who have been plotting it are not going to like him, so they use the phony thing of his mean tweets. But you see, in America, Joe Biden and the Democrats are fulfilling Obama's dream. You know, there was a picture of Obama who had Mao as a picture. And he also had a Christmas decoration with China decorated. The recent athlete, one of them, a young girl who we saw on social media, she had a post behind it, going to the Chinese Olympics for America. But she's going to uh, represent China. We have a lot of young people that have been blinded by this. Many of them are sold out to Marxism. And many of them will not listen to all the voices, and there's been a lot of them, of how bad it is to live under a socialist and communist system. Because these people have been taught by American socialists who are paid well by these socialists to teach a lie. America is not like any other country. And as such, it'll go down like any other country, except only worse. There's nothing like the judgment on a nation that has forsaken its roots in righteousness and the God whom it served. And I've mentioned on several occasions how vile this nation is. But the most disturbing thing about it is how blinded our young people are, how they're being consumed by people who are using them. We've had everything from pedophilia and rape, satanic sacrifices and other things come to light. Many years ago, when I was doing a lot of interviews, I ran into a guy who came to America from Germany. He was a Jew. He made it through the Holocaust. And he was talking about what it was like. And this has been probably 20 years ago, maybe 15. And uh, he said America is already at the state of where Germany was. He said it back then. And you see, the way that these governors and even our own president are manipulating our law enforcement 
It's just the way Hitler manipulated the law back in the time of Germany. Now you see, I have quite a heritage. So does Tower. Both of our distant grandparents were homesteaders in this state. My German side had real Germans who hated blacks and Jews. One in particular was an atheist. But it was my grandmother, a Norwegian Christian woman, who died early from breast cancer, but it was after she had given birth to her kids and raised three children. She managed to take the three children to an Amy Simple McPherson meeting in California. Our family is from Housed, Catalina Island, Whittier. And my dad was the only one who accepted the Lord and it was with him all his life. He watched his mother die after he had also seen the elders of the church come pray for her for healing. And I attribute whatever I may have known or gotten as far as being a believer from my dad and of course my mother and from my ancient grandmother who I never knew who was a Christian who raised who was the Christian voice in the family because her husband was an atheist my dad's sister and brother neither one went up to accept the Lord he could never understand that you see that's the difference my dad lived a long life a good life and in his last years I had some great conversations with him my uncle whom I love very much my dad's brother never accepted the Lord and there was a tragedy in their family and then another tragedy and he ended up drinking himself to death on purpose and he succeeded and he died my aunt who I knew real well nice woman never knew the Lord she died of cancer
I don't even know where most of my relatives are on those sides because of the disturbances in their family. But I know what God has done in my life and my wife and my kids' lives. And I know the difference between, and someone asked me this because there was a time when I argued with God for 11 years. And it had to do with the relationship in a church. Not sexual or anything, just I had a position there. And I argued with him after that church and a few other incidents. And I went about raising my family and ignoring my calling and arguing with God. And I can tell you the steps that God allows in a person's life because I went through them. I can tell you what what it's like. Now see, God showed me the darkness of what's coming here. But see, I was a believer. I always believed in the Lord, but I just argued with him on certain things that I felt strongly about. Tower, meanwhile, saw what was going on, and she was an obedient wife, and she would pray every day that God would give us time to fully repent before he came back. But there was times that in the wintertime it was so dark for me. Many times I contemplated suicide. And there was one thing that kept me from killing myself back then. There was one simple fact. My dad had it. I had it. I feared God more than I feared that darkness. Then one day while I was on my computer, this was in the early days of computing, we made everything. It was like 1,200 kilobytes. It was a phone dial-in line. You have no clue as to how far we've come. There was no pictures. There was no audio. (laughs) There was little boards on this Internet that you would go and leave messages on. That's that's in the beginning. And then AOL come along and changed some of that. But I was in there working on it because I loved it. I had my own computer built. It cost me a lot of money. And I'll tell you, for the money I spent on that computer, Actually, I got one that was a million times more efficient and can do more than what it was. It could do nothing, but it cost me a lot of money. And I was there one evening working on it, and all of a sudden, a presence filled the place where I was at, literally. And I could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I heard the voice that I knew very well. The same voice that spoke to me when I was in the cab of my truck out driving in the desert. 
when I first got saved. I wrote a track about it called I Met God in the Desert. And I sent it to a bunch of brethren in India and they republished it in various languages. And they passed that out. But I remember the voice. And it began to explain to me what he wanted me to do. I was to be online. And I would be in touch with people from around the world. I would be spreading the gospel. And I heard it all. And I laughed. As I was crying. He said, are you ready? To follow me. I was. The day came for that. The voice left. The presence left. And I was left there wondering how I was going to do it because I had, was, wasn't in very good health. I was depressed. Had a lot of things to confess. I didn't know how. It was impossible. And then the time came. And when I laid before the Lord literally prostrate. As I wailed and repented. Sobbing. For the longest time till I could cry no more. A voice said. Are you done? Are you finished? <laughs> like someone was standing there watching me, you know. And so I said, yes. He says, then get up. I got up. I was refreshed. I had new vision. And so for the next several months, I became a new man. My family didn't even know what happened. Tower did. And I walked around that room when my family wasn't around and I was still working online trying to get this going. And I also had other jobs I was doing. And I needed healing because I had trouble. And so I grabbed the word of God, spoke it out loud, and spoke to the illness. Literally. I commanded it to leave in every way you could think of. And I prayed. And I walked. And I believed God. And I kept walking. I kept rebuking it. I kept commanding healing. For hours. Because we had a neat little course. I could walk around in a circle and pray. Well after the longest time. I began to notice something. 
my symptoms started disappearing. And then the day came I didn't have any. And so I was healed. But I found out that once I was healed, the devil came back. And about two weeks after my healing, I started getting symptoms again. Well, I knew what to do with those by now. I rebuked him. And I moved the parts of my body and things that were affected and hurting. And as they started to hurt, I continued to move and rebuke it. And they went away a lot quicker than they did before. And that went on for a good year or more. Until finally, the symptoms and everything totally disappeared and never came back. So Tower and I believe in divine healing. My, my dad never could because my mother died in spite of being prayed for. He was still a Christian man. He just didn't believe he could appropriate it. But he would move heaven and earth to help my mother who her entire life was sick. It was so bad at one point, she was so bad, and I felt helpless. So Tower and I fasted, we went into where she was being kept, and we prayed for her. And overnight she was better. She went home. We made a special trip up to tell Dad and her that they needed to start seeking the Lord more than ever now. Because you're not safe until you do. You need to get in with the Lord where you need to be. Well, they didn't get there. Mom got sick again. Even worse. But when we prayed for her before, she was really, really bad. So I tell you this, folks, to tell you that Tower and I have been on this path for many, many years. I first told her that America as we know it would cease to exist back in 1973. I told her there would be a huge army. I saw the one. I did not see what country it was. For some reason, I was prevented from seeing it. And I saw this after I had been put in a blinding white light. I couldn't see nothing, but I heard the voice. And I looked into the light, and suddenly it opened up. A small hole and then bigger. And soon I saw what I knew to be the earth. But nobody had seen the earth at that point, not like that. And then it focused in and it kept going until it got into where I lived. I recognized it and I was on the plain, the ground, vast plain. And I saw armies of all kind, every kind of armament 
going across this land I call America. I saw people in caves and hidden, trying to stay free and fighting this vast army. In the last part of that vision, I saw a line longer than I've ever seen in my life, and they were all believers. And in this scene, they were all being killed, one by one. Individually, a person in front would say, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord? And as soon as they said yes, they were killed. And it was so gut-wrenching to watch at that time, I looked up. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And the Father and the Son were watching. And I knew that this was in the will of God. Now, I don't tell people that. All I can tell you is what I saw. But I remember the details. And I remember after seeing all this, the Lord said, I have shown you these things so that when the time comes, you will remember, you will know that it is I, the Lord thy God, who has shown you these things and that you will have faith for that time. I didn't think anything else of it. This is the first time that I've ever related this vision and it was concerning America. But see, God had to make me ready for being a watchman. He had to strengthen me further. He had to teach me what he wanted me to say. He's prepared me and Tower both for this time. And we've lived this. We've lived in a small RV as our home. Most people use them as a recreational but this is this is it we've been RVing now for 33 years but only we've been stationary because we've been utilizing the internet most people wouldn't believe what we do from where we're at and we're gonna have to get out of this because it's getting so old now so we're looking for a new place to go and the finances to be able to get a home we wanted to retire, but it's evident there's not going to be any retirement. There's many things I told Tower, but I'm not going to take time. My friends, I urge you to get right with God, to let him prepare your heart and to be ready to stand. This is the watchman Dana Smith and this has been my testimony and that of my wife Tower and my children all of whom endured me as I went through this. 
because they had to walk the same path. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.